If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Kaylee. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Episode 121 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by Audible. Get your free audio book, which you can keep whether you stay a member or not, by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash audible. There you can pick from thousands and thousands of books in any genre that you want. Uh, and you get to keep that book whether you stay a member or not. At the end of the month, if you want to remain a member, it's $14.95. You get to pick a new book every single month. And anytime you cancel, you get to keep every book that you've picked up before that. Uh, it's really, really great. And it's a great way to be able to read when you don't have time. So you can do it when you're doing the dishes or when you're uh, out for a run or something like that. So again, that's runjumpstomp.com slash audible. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern on Tuesday, Thursday, and on Saturday, whenever the universe lets me. Uh, tune in live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, and you can join these fantastic people who are here with me live. We've got Royal Leowulf, Vaxer, uh, Crimson Dragon 32 is here, Pudding, uh, Link31254, RJS Bot, of course. Um, TF Wagner is here. Aerslia, I see you. Um, anybody, Ottoman 4,200, and I thought Snowgoose Ham is also here, and if there's anybody I missed, I'm very, very sorry. We also have a whole bunch of uh, lurkers that I can see, but they're not talking, and that's okay. So thank you guys for hanging out with me today. When I record the show, you're awesome. Uh, let's start with a review. I uh, got a new review on Apple Podcasts. Jimbo88 said, just want to say thanks to you, RJS. I used to be a hardcore gamer, but as I've gotten older, I don't have the time to delve into a long game. That being said, I gravitate towards the Switch. I want one and hope to acquire one over the holiday. Thanks again and keep up the great show. Jimbo, I hope that you succeed. It's a great system and... As an older gentleman myself, I will say that it definitely lends itself to having to be away from the TV quite a bit. So I think that you're going to have a lot of fun with the Switch, and I hope that you are able to pick one up this year at Christmas time. Uh, I also got an email. Uh, if you want to email the show, you can do so by sending an email to runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Uh, the email says, RJS, just wanted to give you a big shout out because you have, by a long shot, the absolute best Nintendo podcast on the planet. Well, thank you. While other podcasts more or less dress to impress, uh, making their shows sort of a generic brand, you, uh, your show, oh, you run, jump, stomp your show the way you say fit, uh, while taking some constructive criticism, and shuffling some things around to the benefit of your viewers, the show still has a one-of-a-kind feeling to it. I can certainly tell that your show derives from your passion of video games, and most of all, Nintendo. I highly respect that and have been listening faithfully for a couple of months. I've recently subscribed on Twitch. Thank you for that. And join the Discord. 
awesome. Happy to see people there. I personally never have the opportunity to catch a live show or chat on the Discord due to my work schedule, which is 70 hours a week. Ooh, man, that sounds rough. I still listen to each episode daily and want to thank you for helping me catch up on all things Nintendo. Keep up your awesome show. Sincerely, AutoMan91, who I think I just saw in here. Didn't I just see AutoMan91? I think I did. I could be wrong. Maybe I saw you in the Discord. Anyway, thank you very much for emailing me. If you want to get a hold of me, you can email. You can also tweet at RunJumpStomp. You can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUNJUMP. That's 260-786-5867. And the Discord that Ottoman was just talking about is at RunJumpStomp.com slash Discord. <laughs> I got it. You help us find Donkey Kong, and we'll help you find Herman. Payday 2 was announced for the Nintendo Switch, it feels like, almost in the first month, if not if not before then. Like, Payday 2 was announced a while back, and we hadn't heard anything for a long time. There's been random tweets here and there where they're just like, hey, we're still working on it, which is good, you know, um, but... We were wondering, is this game ever going to come out? Well, now we know. Uh, According to a tweet from Nintendo Wire, uh, they say that Payday 2 is blasting its way onto the Nintendo Switch on February 27th. Uh, If you don't know... Uh, very much about Payday 2. It is it's kind of like a bank robbing game. I believe it it, it is a multiplayer first person shooter bank robbing, robbing game where you have to kind of come up with a plan to I haven't played Payday myself, uh, but you have to come up with a plan to uh, go in and rob a bank. And then I think you can turn on each other to try and increase the amount of money that you can get. I'm not sure about that. Uh, it's from Starbreeze Studios and they have confirmed that the game is coming out on February 27th in North America, and if you live in Europe, it comes out on February 23rd. Um, now, this is not a brand new game. It originally came out back in 2013, so if you've already played it, I really wouldn't recommend picking it up for the Switch. It doesn't seem like something that really lends itself to the portability. That's coming from somebody who hasn't played Payday 2 yet. Uh, Royal Leo Wolf says, wait, Payday 2 was announced for the Switch? Yes, it was. Uh, so I think that... While it's good to see more genres brought to the Switch, it's good to see more examples of stuff brought to the Switch. If you already have Payday, I probably wouldn't pick this up. But if you've never played it like me, then you're probably in a, a good person to pick this up for. Uh, it, it's definitely something that is not just a genre that's lacking on the Nintendo Switch, but, uh, you know, a a theme that's something that we really haven't had very much of yet. So I'm looking forward to trying it out. Um, Hopefully it's awesome. I've heard a lot of good things about it. also, the the one thing that has me worried, though, is Nintendo's voice situation. How is that going to work? Is it going to uh, work through the um, through the phone app? We don't know. Now, this is coming out in February. Maybe Nintendo will have explained what's going on with the voice uh, situation by then. I really hope so. Um, so, Payday 2, February 27th or 23rd if you live in Europe. Speaking of games that I've never played and am excited to play, in Arcade Archives, which if you don't know is uh, Nintendo is re-releasing some old arcade games as Arcade Arcade Archives, and they're releasing them on Switch. And these are games that pretty much you've played before, but have a different twist on them. So for those of you that don't know, Mario Brothers has a 
a an arcade version where you are competing against Luigi uh, via split screen mode, basically. And that's really cool, but we've never really had this experience on a home console. At least I don't think so. The last time that we saw uh, this um, versus version of Super Mario Brothers was, I believe it was at the Nintendo World Championships this year, which were really fun to watch. And of all of the games that they played at the Nintendo World Championships, this is the one that I thought was really perfect to show off in a very small and quick way the advantages of having a Switch because of the portability and being able to take the Joy-Cons off and hand one to somebody and sit down and compete with each other. Uh, Well, I guess that game is coming next week, uh, which is really cool. Now, the way that the game works, it plays just like the original Super Mario Brothers, except it's two players at the same time. It's split screen. One plays Mario, the other plays Luigi, and you're racing to get to the end of the level. And as you are racing to get to the end of the level, there's these switch blocks that you can jump up and hit um, as Mario or Luigi, and that will basically change all of the blocks behind you into things that block somebody. So if Mario is out in front uh, and he jumps up and hits that that switch, it's going to put obstacles in Luigi's path that then he has to overcome. But he can also hit a switch which will put things in front of Mario. Uh, basically, it's like an on-off switch. So you'll have these ghost images that you can run through, but if the switch gets turned on, you can't run through them, and that slows down uh, the person behind you because uh, they're just they're holding down B and they're running as fast as they can, and then suddenly there's something in their way. Whereas you are the person who hit that switch, you know you're expecting that thing to be in your way, so you're ready for that. Uh, I think it looks like a lot of fun, and I didn't pick, I haven't picked up any of the arcade archives yet. This is one that I probably will pick up, probably not right away, because I've got a I've got a stack of things that I need to get through uh, on the Switch already. Um, but it's coming out next week, and I am looking forward to it. Um, if that's right, Vaxer in chat says Speedrunners Mario Edition. By the way, you know, since he says that, this is something that I haven't really mentioned before, or maybe I've mentioned it, but I've thought about it a lot. And Speedrunners is a game that absolutely needs to come to the Switch. That game is fantastic and would work really, really well on a, on the Switch. If you don't know what Speedrunners is, I want you to think of uh, a 2D side-scrolling platformer mixed with Mario Kart, um, where you are racing to you you're racing around a track basically, trying to get to uh, out in front. And anybody who falls behind loses. But you also get these um, weapons like a grappling hook or a missile or a freeze block, which can slow down the people in front of you. Or you can put things behind you to slow people down that are behind you. It's really, really cool. And the longer you race, the smaller the screen gets and you have less and less room to maneuver. And it's a really, really fun game. And I would love to play speedrunners on the Switch because it's fantastic. If you haven't already picked up Rocket League for the Switch, you are missing out. This is a game I already had on Steam, but it plays really well portably. Uh, I often will play it off of my phone's uh, mobile hotspot, and it plays really well there, and I really enjoy Rocket League. Well, we just got a new patch, patch 1.4, and they say that it has a some performance um, 
improvements for the Nintendo Switch as well as some uh, bug fixes for other consoles. They also said that they reduced the default controller dead zone uh, to better utilize Joy-Con analog sticks. So what that means is uh, the Joy-Con has a really short throw and so they reduced the dead zone a little bit to make that feel a little bit better. Uh, so that's good. Uh, but they also adjusted world detail to improve the average resolution in handheld mode. Now, I haven't played it since in, in handheld mode since the patch, but I patched last night and then sat down and played Rocket League for probably 30 to 40 minutes, and I had an absolute blast. And when you're playing this game, if, if you look at it side by side with the PC version or with the Xbox version or the PS4 version, yeah, it doesn't look as good. But when you're just playing it and you're not paying attention to that stuff, the game looks great and it's just as fun on any platform. So I had a lot of fun uh, playing it last night. And if you haven't picked it up yet, you absolutely should. Psyonix is a great developer and they even have like this new um, winter snowflake currency that you can get by playing the game. And then you can use that to unlock um, like decals and stuff for your car, which is really cool. So that's uh, 1.4 and it came out, I think two days ago or maybe yesterday. I'm not sure. Uh, And, you know, some people are reporting that the game looks better. Um, I don't know because I'm so busy. The game moves by so quickly. It's hard to tell if it looks better or not. By no stretch of the imagination did the game ever look bad. When you decide to step up to this kind of power, this kind of challenge, this kind of flying, crashing, feeling, when you decide to get serious, there's only one place to come. The games of Super Nintendo. No one else creates this kind of experience because no one else creates these kinds of games. Now you're playing with power, superpower. Well, since the last time that I recorded, I have been playing a whole bunch of the Zelda DLC. And I have to say that I am having an absolute blast playing that game. I had forgotten how good Zelda is, and the DLC is really, really great. Now, what have I done in the DLC? Don't worry about spoilers here. I really won't spoil anything. I've really been going along with the main story stuff, and I'm going to guess that I'm probably about 25% through, and that's after about four hours. Now, you'll probably be able to finish it faster than I will. I get distracted quite easily in, in this game. Um, But, oh, what was I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there, The other items that have been added, like I guess there's an item that makes it so you can call your horse from wherever you are. I haven't looked for that stuff yet. There's so many things that I still have yet to do in Zelda. I will say this. I refuse to go back to normal mode. I'm only playing in hard mode from here on out. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. Now, that means the the Trial of the Sword, I probably will never be able to finish. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and get through it. Um, but it might just be too hard for me to, to complete. It might be above my skill level or over my pay grade, if you will. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun with DLC, too. And uh, I heard some, some people said that they weren't big fans of it. I'm having a lot of fun. So I recommend, if you haven't picked it up yet and tried it out, I recommend you do so. It's definitely worth the 20 bucks. Like, the added content might not be a lot, but when you buy that 20 bucks, you get access to hard mode. And hard mode makes you play better. And the extra challenge, it really... 
uh, makes the game more fun for me. And I've never been one of those people who has to play like on the super hardest level. In fact, sometimes I lower difficulty just so I can get through a game. Um, but with Zelda, I feel like they've tuned it uh, the, the first time around probably a little too easy. And then this this feels just about right. And I'm having uh, an exceeding amount of fun playing through that DLC. So that's I've been playing that. Um, I got a review copy of a game called The Next Penelope, which is a futuristic racing game, like a top-down racing game. It's really weird. You control the game with the triggers on your controller. So um, it's top down. And so if you want the the car to make a right-hand turn, you pull the right trigger. Uh, if you want it to make a left-hand turn, you pull the left trigger. Uh, it, it's, it's tough, but you get used to it pretty quickly. Um, you also will get weapons that you can use and you have a boost that you get to use. You also will uh, unlock these things that'll allow you to teleport. So you'll hit a button and the whole game slows down for a little bit. And then you can take this teleport thing and move it around. So if there's like a laser wall or something like that in front of you, you can hit that teleport button and it stops the game. You move the the teleport button or the teleport icon over to the other side of the laser wall and you'll zip over there instead of crashing into the laser wall. Um, I'm I'm not super far into the game. If you want to see the first 10 minutes of it, I posted that on YouTube. Just head on over to my YouTube channel at uh, Run Jump Stomp, of course, and you can watch that first 10 minutes of the next Penelope. It's a pretty cool game, and I'm going to continue playing that. Um, I've also got a few other games that I need to check out. Um, I also received... Um, Review copies of Never Stop Sneaking and Steam World Heist, which I'm very excited to check those two games out. Um, so expect previews for those games as well uh, on my YouTube channel. Um, but I've got a lot of stuff to play and I just don't have enough time to do it. So it'll, it'll take me some time to get through all that stuff. But uh, I'm having a lot of fun on the Switch. There's definitely a very good variety of, of different types of games that you have access to on that system. All right, everyone, it's time for the lightning round. We've got two stories. Two stories. There we go. We've got two stories in the lightning round. The number one is that is Bandai Namco. This is a rumor, but there's a rumor going around that Bandai Namco is the company that is developing Metroid Prime 4. That is a big surprise. That's not something that I saw coming. Um, This is via a tweet uh, by, oh gosh, what's the guy's name? Scrolling, uh, Marcus Sellers. Uh, he seems to have pretty good sources most of the time from what I've heard. Um, but Bandai Namco, you know, it's not usually the first company that you think of to make a Nintendo game, but you have to remember they made Smash 4 and they did a really good job on Smash 4 for the Wii U and 3DS. So to have them working on Metroid Prime 4, I think that it's in good hands if that's true. Um, Now, we're supposed to hear from Bandai Namco tomorrow on December 15th. They're hosting an event. Um, It's been widely reported that Nintendo will be be working on, or not working on, will be heavily featured in this Bandai Namco event tomorrow. But part of me thinks that we're not going to see anything from Metroid Prime 4 tomorrow, just because I feel like that's the kind of game that we would expect um, that we would expect Nintendo to show off at a direct, possibly the rumored January Nintendo Direct that we're that that a lot of people are expecting to happen. So I hope that this is true 
because I think that Bandai Namco did a great job on the last project that they were handed by Nintendo. Now, I know that uh, in in uh, in chat, uh, Pudding says Bandai Namco is devving Metroid Prime 4, means they don't have time for Super Smash, and then they wrote a sad face. Um, I think that Smash 4 is a fantastic game, and... Personally, I would prefer that rather than reinvent the wheel and making a new Smash game, I would prefer that Nintendo just have somebody port the game over to the Switch. It probably, I mean, it, it arrived pretty late in the Wii U's life, so they may have already been working on a Switch port at that point. Um, and I know that there's a lot of people out that are like, we don't want Nintendo to just bring over Smash 4. And my response to that is, I don't understand why not. Because it's a great game and there's only 14 million people who ever got a chance to try it. And that's too bad because it was so good. Now, that you know what, that 14 million number, probably not the best number because there's uh, like a hojillion of Nintendo DSs out there. I, th- I think that there's a hundred million Nintendo DSs or maybe more uh, out there, which is a crazy number. Uh, and it was available on the 3DS. But the good version was on the Wii U. Not that the 3DS version was bad. It just wasn't as good as the Wii U version. And the Wii U version was fantastic. And I don't see any reason for them to reinvent the wheel just because it's a brand new system. Just port the game over. Bring all of the DLC with it. It's a great game. And people want to play it wherever they are. So that's what I would recommend. That's just me, though. Um, The other story in the lightning round is that Square is holding a Dragon Quest-related broadcast on the 19th. Uh, No news on what exactly they're going to be talking about, but I am crossing my fingers for some uh, Dragon Quest XI news, hopefully for the Nintendo Switch, and hopefully translated into English over here so that we can check it out in the West. I think that would be awesome. I haven't played a Dragon Quest game in a million years, and I definitely want to try one out. And I want to try it out on the Switch. Um, I think that that's, that's, I mean, for the most part, that's my platform of choice for most games. All right, that's all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you would like discussed, let me know at one of the ways that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. If you are, oh gosh, I almost forgot. Ottoman 4200, I almost forgot. Dark Souls, there is rumors that we're going to hear about Dark Souls at this Bandai Namco event. There's rumors that it's going to be a... Um, a re-release, uh, a re-imagine, not a reimagining. What's the word I'm looking for? Like an uprezzed version, and they're going to release the collection for Dark Souls One, Two, and Three on PS4, Xbox One, and it's rumored Nintendo Switch. And that would be awesome. I think that I would buy that and play a yeah remake. That's the word I was looking for, Vaxer. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think I would pick that up and uh, play through all three of them. And that is a lot of content. Uh, I, I hope that they don't. Um, sell them as three different games. I hope it all comes in one package, maybe for 80 bucks. I think that that would be a fair price for an older game. Um, if it's in one package, I don't think that they would do 80 bucks. I think that they would do 60, but I think that get away with charging 80 bucks for it. Anyway, thank you very much, Ottoman, for reminding me of that. I almost forgot. So make sure that you tune in to Bandai Namco's uh, announcement. That's again, December 15th. That's tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening to this one on the day that I'm recording it. Um, so make sure you check that out. I'm sure I'll talk about it on Saturday's show. Anyway, uh, anyway, like I said before, that's all the time that we have for today. Um, let me know 
know if there's something else you want me to talk about. If you want to support the show, you can do that very, very easily. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash support. There you'll find links to my Amazon affiliate link. If you're buying stuff from Amazon, um, use my affiliate link and Amazon sends me money and it doesn't cost you anything extra. If you use Amazon Prime, you can use your Amazon Prime, link it to a Twitch account and you can subscribe to my Twitch um, channel or your favorite streamer and at no cost to you if you are already an Amazon Prime member. You can also check out my wife's uh, Etsy shop at etsy.com slash shop slash run jump stomp. And you can, of course, join the Patreon at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Real quick before I go, though, I do want to take a quick moment to talk about Patreon. Um, I, I did a little bit about Patreon at the beginning of a show a few episodes ago. I talked about how they were changing their pricing structure, and uh, a lot of people were very unhappy with it. I was unhappy with it. I lost probably about a third of my patrons because my patrons were upset at Patreon, not upset at me. Um, Patreon made some changes and the patrons were upset. A lot of people lost patrons and who knows if they'll come back or not, but Patreon said, we're sorry. And they said, we won't be doing these changes that everyone seemed to hate. So I'm glad that they're listening. Um, but if you didn't know, Patreon decided not to go through with those changes that people were very upset about. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening and thank you to um, Noteblock and Tom Winter for the use of your music on the show. I appreciate it. Make sure you head on over to their YouTube channels and the link in the show notes and give them a uh, subscribe on YouTube and uh, let them know that I sent you. And I'll see you guys on Saturday. Bye-bye. Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel, you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible and directly support the show.